Welcome to New Shooter Canada. Please remember that the show's content and word pronunciation is simply the opinion of the hosts and their guests. Well, all I like guns, and I like being free. Because I'm armed, you can't take that from me, and you should know it. Hello, and welcome to episode 224 of New Shooter Canada. I'd like to welcome our good friend, Benny. Hey. Hasn't been here in forever. This is my first, uh, I think this is my first Benny episode. I'm pretty excited. Me too. <laughs> it it's care. been a very long time. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt, you know, talking over other yeah, hosts. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> you know, right, so. Also with, also with us, we have Wanda. Hey. And Amanda. Hello, everyone. And I'm Josh. Hello, Josh. So tonight, uh, we're doing things a little bit differently today. We've got a big story from Wanda and Amanda. They've got a big story to share. But uh, we'll start out first with what we did in guns. Why don't we start with you, Benny? Since you've been on here in forever, you've got like a year and a half or more worth of stuff to tell us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers. I'm pretty sure I said this early on when I first joined New Shooter. But uh, I learned from Owen uh, from back in the day from Slider Radio that just because you're on a gun podcast doesn't you actually have to do anything in guns. So <laughs> it's, it's been a very long time. Uh, I it, uh, early in the winter time, I was doing a couple of shoots with the Ragnarok guys, um, but that slowed down over the summer, COVID and all. Um, but uh, recently, I joined a, a range uh, close to my home, and so I've been I went there for the first time just to go and do a little shooting and get a probationary shoot done. So I did that last week. I'm hoping to finish up with that this week, so I'm going to go later today and hopefully tomorrow as well. Um, we talked about this on the chat, but we we're all talking about how silly it is that you, of all people, have to go through that. <laughs> yeah. I know it's club rules, club rules, but it's just, you know, you should be able to show your credentials and, and basically get an orientation and walk on. That's what we would do at our club. It just right. seems ridiculous. Right. Yeah, no. And it's it's not even like, um, like I can understand they don't want, for example, I, I understand they want me to take their club level ultra course uh, or get FSIC. That makes sense to me. You know, you don't know what other people's policies are or whatever. But they're, they're a CSSA club and a uh, instructor for the RSO course and a CSSA, uh, CSSA instructor for the range safety course. So, like, yeah, uh, yeah I understand. But I, I've done this rant <laughs> before. Like, if anyone's, yeah. like, been a, is a long-time listener, they, they know, I, I've ranted on this before that the qualifications between ranges are not uh, not accepted. And even if the, the range is accredited through CSSA, your CSSA credentials don't really mean that much when coming to a new range. Um, but that being said, hey, the way I, way I phrase it in the chat, uh, it's a 300, uh, they have a 300 yard range. And so, you know, nothing's free. So it, it's not an expensive club. It's very easy to get into. So I have to do three preparation issues to shoot a handgun there inside whenever I want. I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah. they're, they're pretty accommodating. Um, it's not like, and I'm not trying to get any special treatment at all. Or anything, but uh, it seemed like if you know, I said, oh, by the way, you know, I can't make it to the two days a week, you know, that every Monday and every every Sunday that you have available for a supervised shoot, I can't make it for some reason. I feel like they'd be more than willing to accommodate in some form or other. So it's really, good. I'm really not holding it against them. Yeah, um, I did go last week when I went for to shoot and tried to uh, sight in my rifles because um, I recently switched around some scopes, got a new scope, put a new scope on a rifle put the old scope on an, on an old rifle, and um, I have no idea where it was hitting. Uh, I must have shot 30, sorry, no, 50 rounds, and maybe 10 of them, not, not even, maybe 5 of them hit paper, and not in a row. 
I have plenty <laughs> of this guy too. So I brought it home, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't know how many months ago, uh, maybe it was Father's Day last year, maybe, not even this past year, but year before, uh, my wife bought me a universal bore cider. I'm like, oh, great, let me go, let me pull this thing out and go get it. Use it. Pull it, it's not working. I'm going to the batteries. And so I use a multimeter on the batteries and nothing. Uh, the batteries seem fine. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's still the batteries. I don't have to buy a new bore cider, right? So uh, right. I go to Walmart, I buy new batteries. Oh, and my red dot uh, battery died, so I have to re- I have to replace that too. <laughs> so I bought one. Ba- I bought a bunch off Amazon, but they're not coming for a while. And the, uh, the and so I bought one to re- to replace. And the other ones will be will be backups. But uh, so I, I bought I bought the batteries, and they, they, I would have liked to pay less, but whatever. Batteries are batteries. And of course they don't work because uh, the machine stuff doesn't work anymore. So I bought a I so I bought a, a caliber specific 223 bore cider. I, I put it in my gun. I go in, shine it as far as I can, and I basically have to go all the way down. Like I move the scope as far as it'll go uh, in the downward position in order for the dot to line up with the middle of the the ring of the crosshair. So either my the per, like my my scope isn't mounted properly. Or something's wrong. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully tonight I'll be able to uh, check and see what's going on, and uh, we can go from there. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Um, I also was listening recently to um, uh, Adriel Michaud from uh, the Hunting Gear Guy and New Shirt Canada. And uh, not sorry, it's not Fire Radio. And he re- was talking about how he upgraded his Howard lights for some cheap. Uh, uh, gel cups on Amazon, and having had the noise fighter for a while, uh, and the fifty dollars and the newer, I was like, oh well, Amazon has it, and they're kind of cheap. Why not? So I went and I bought them, I installed them uh, on Friday, and I tried them last night, and they fit so much better, and I feel like they they damper the sound so much better than they used to. So so far it's a win. We'll see how again. We'll see tonight how it goes. So yeah, well, yeah. that's good. Yeah, I heard him talking about that too. He said it's like a big donut on there, just. Fits right over your your goggles or your uh, your eye protection and it has yeah. a good seal. So he actually, I think he got these ones and then he went and he bought uh, aviation gel cups. Uh, oh. Yeah, so he went one step further. Um, <laughs> and and they're like supposedly they're much much bigger. I haven't looked into that yet. I don't know if he's made a video about it yet, but I remember him talking about it on a podcast. Uh, but then again, I'm so far behind the podcast that uh, he could have talked about this month months ago, and I, I, I'm not sure. So yeah, no, it was only a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I've done in guns, basically. All right. Well, that's not bad. No. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Wanda? Uh, well, I have. We've not done anything over the summer uh, with our guns. Uh, we actually our membership lapsed because of COVID and everything. So uh, we don't even belong to a gun club right now. So um, we were actually just talking yesterday about the ride because we were going to the one in Elmer, Elgin uh, Club, and that was great. We love that club. And then we, we just were talking yesterday. I wonder how long of a ride it would be to go to Milverton because that's where you guys have your gun club, right? Yep, that's yep. right. Milverton Rod and Gun. Yeah, that so probably we're be... actually considering coming up there instead of going down to Elmer because the ride I think would be very similar. It's about an yeah. hour and a quarter. Yep. So yeah, that would be about the same for you. Yeah, so that's what we're thinking. Where maybe next summer, uh, 
yeah, so anyways, we're shopping well, for gun clubs now, I guess. <laughs> anytime you get some time to come take a ride, we can give you a tour. Oh, that would be a great idea. We should do that. We should do that this fall. I'll talk to George about that. We'll do that this fall. And then, because um, uh, you guys have an indoor range as well, right? Yep, we've got an indoor pistol range and an outdoor 100-yard rifle range. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're thinking about that. So that's kind of – and then um, outside of the lady shoot that we did on Saturday. Yeah, don't don't talk gonna, about that yet. Yeah, I was just going to say, which I'm not going to talk about yet because we'll talk about later. But one of the things we did afterwards was we were looking in the shop, and uh, because we were trying red dot, I have never used a red dot scope before. So um, we were looking at the Vortex um, red dots, and I think I may purchase one for my rifle um, because it was easy peasy, like just point and shoot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. a lot easier than a, um, like, well, I think, yeah, it was a couple episodes ago. The guys like Thomas and Mike were saying too, like we're asking, what would you do for a, for a child? If you were just teaching them how to shoot. Yeah. So yeah, start, start everybody on it. Not to say you're a child, but <laughs> start everybody on a red dot. Cause it's uh, easier to, to get the concept. But right? I am a really rookie yeah. shooter, right? Like I'm still yeah. really new. I know I've had my license for a couple of years, but we don't get out and shoot that much anymore. Cause we have lots of other hobbies that we're, we're sporting like sailing <laughs> but uh um yeah i have the hawk uh, panorama on my gun right now and um it's a great scope but um i'm thinking the red dot might be something i i would really like so um i'm i enjoy trying that but we'll we'll talk about that more later i guess but that's well, once all you I go really red once you go red dot it's very hard to go back uh, oh, I, I can imagine I, that I, I don't think I've said it on this podcast because this happened long, like not so long ago or a long time after I left. But uh, I I now have a Glock with a red dot, a uh, Glock 17 with a red dot, and um, yeah, uh, I shoot that as much as almost as well as my Jericho, which is iron sights. Um, but I've been shooting my Jericho for a lot longer, so being able to just pick up an, a gun, um, you know, striker fire and plastic, and so it's very different than being able to use the red dot. Um, the last or two two uh, shoots ago, I basically did all headshots because it was just so easy. My time was horrible, but every it was all headshots. Yeah. So I'm I'm uh, I'm thinking I'm gonna convert. I I really <laughs> liked that. I it was really good. And so. there were a few that were very reasonable in price too, because we took a look at the select uh, select shooting, mm -hmm. and they had a whole collection there. And I think what cheap one was what two hundred? Yeah, one was one ninety nine. The next one up was just two ninety nine, and those were sort of their starters. And uh, I thought that was reasonable. Do you remember yeah, their names? Uh, I left it downstairs. No one problem, I think no was called. I think it was called a slim slim shot or something like that. Oh, now I'm going to Google it and figure it out. Yeah. Well, did you get the catalog? Yeah, I got the catalog as well in the in the, uh, in the the swag bag. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably in there if you have it handy. I don't know. So. Yeah, it's downstairs. Of course it is. Yeah, it is upstairs. so I'm just going to Google them right now, and then I'm going to come up with it. Because there All was right. two of them. There was... Um, the Viper was one of them, right? Yes, yes. No, the Spark. Spark? Solar? The spark. The Spark. Uh -huh. And the Strike. No, not Crossfire. That's what it was, the Crossfire. 
The Crossfire oh, okay. was one ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. um, the lady we were talking to, even though it looked like she was more um, expert within rifles, yeah. uh, so when it yeah. came to the red dot, she wasn't very. She admitted she goes, "This isn't my forte. You're better off to talk to." Uh, I think it was Jeffrey. Or something like that. Yeah, but everybody yeah. was kind of busy because we had ladies leaving and then a bunch of ladies coming in. So, but we'll get to that later. So it was definitely mm-hmm. decent pricing anyway. Yeah, for, but we just, just need to do out. some reading and mm-hmm. see if it's worthwhile for sure. Mm-hmm. So anything else to add uh, to your... Uh, no, that's pretty much it. That's, uh, you know, we got married. I think I said that last time. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's worth repeating No, gun, no guns, though, right? <laughs> yeah, no. I hear you. All right. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to Amanda. Me? Well, why don't we do you? No, I'm the host. You're okay, next. fine. Be <laughs> <See> that way. <laughs> All righty. So what did I do? I did a lot. I got to be honest. So... Uh, I have been quite busy, and we when we went on holidays, I ended up buying a new knife. Um, so I got we were touring the Victory Ridge store, which Josh will talk a little more about later. And they had the Bacher Magnum. So what I loved is that when with it open, it still fit in the palm of my hand. Uh, it had the seatbelt cutter and the glass breaker. So it's something that I just thought I wanted something like that before. I've thought about the keychains, but the glass breaker, if anything happened, I don't know. I don't mind being prepared. So I just thought this knife was really cool. And it had like the straight blade and a little bit of a serrated blade as well. It was really cool. Uh, nice and easy fits in my purse. I loved it. So I grabbed that and it was only $30. I mean, they had a decent Spyderco collection, which I know Thomas would have been like, I probably got that, I got that, I got that. Ooh, I could use that, because we all know about Thomas's new addiction. So, uh, but yeah, the Magnum just really stuck out, so I grabbed it. So I ended up also grabbing a new quiver, string, and arrow for arrows for my new, or my bow, because we have a cross-crunchy shoot coming up, and I'm getting so PO'd up my arrows. <laughs> Uh, nothing ever beat the first set that I bought when I first got my bow and, uh, they were carbon fiber with the, uh, feather fletchings and I had no problems with them, but I lost them all. Obviously as a new shooter, they all went into the field and I could never find them again. And when they, I did find them, they were always buried underground, um, to the point where you could only maybe see the feather sticking out. So it's just the way that it would catch into the ground. But since then, I made the mistake of buying arrows that were too thick uh, for the second time around. So they would warble as you shot them and it just wouldn't land nicely. And then I bought a thinner set again, but the knocks kept popping off on them. So I, you know, sure, they were $6 an arrow, but they were garbage after you lost the knocks. So I was kind of PO'd about that but I found the same ones at the Wolf's Den sporting goods store when we were in Barrie so I grabbed 10 of those and I'm like I'm not losing these <laughs> fingers crossed I haven't lost them yet so well there's been definitely a, a huge improvement in your grouping like last night yeah. when we went and shot it was you're doing awesome yes I'm I'm hitting exactly where I want to I'm pretty happy with that so but the big one is that I bought a new shotgun so that was a lot of fun I've been chit-chatting about 
getting um, originally a Browning BPS. I thought, you know, ambidextrous, it has the, the center drop, and all the, all the uh, mechanisms were more left or right-handed. But I could not justify spending eight, nine, a thousand dollars for myself right now. I just couldn't. So again, when well, for we... something that you're not going to use a lot. Right? No, no, it's it's not like I'm not a part of the the clay shooting group out in Clinton or wherever that is. Yeah. Not yet, anyway. So I I want to get a feel for it, but I've always I want to add to my collection. So shotgun, it is. So I definitely uh, fell in love with this Canuck Hunter. And, uh, I, wow, <laughs> I just, uh, the look of it was very, very sharp in the first place. It has like the bronze coating on it. Cerakote. The Cerakote, yes. And the, uh, what was it called? The oh, Bottomland Camo yeah. print on it. So it looks really, really slick. And what I ended up doing was we, we slept, I reluctantly walked away from the store cause I really, really wanted it. But Josh is like, no, no, give it a give it a sleep. Let's see how you feel the next day, because it was six hundred and fifty for a twenty gauge, and six ninety nine for the the twelve gauge inertia. Yeah. So I don't know. Originally, I was like, I don't want to spend an extra fifty dollars, but I really wanted a twelve gauge. And Victory Ridge was great. They showed me all the products. They talked to me to my face, and knew that I was the one that was wanting to make the purchase. Of course, Josh was the supporter. But we decided afterwards, as we took a break and we were going to think about it overnight, we go across the street over to Cabela's. So I go and I take a look at what they have. And they happen to have an Ithaca 37 featherweight, which is basically a um, another model of the Browning BPS. It's older. But it's, you know, it's supposed to be a lot lighter. So I decided I wanted to go and look at it. So I get in line, grab my my number. I'm waiting 10 minutes. Three guys who finish up with their, their customers run to the back. Finally, the fourth guy is just finishing up. Josh stands beside me. The guy goes and faces him and goes, how can I help you, sir? And I went, ahem. <laughs> Here's my ticket. I would like to look at the Ithaca 37, please. He goes, aw, do I have to go all the way over there? And I said, yeah, yeah, if you could, please. And uh, he's like, oh, okay. So he was joking, and I was like, okay, fine. So you want to banter? That's okay. I walk ahead, and I can hear him very loudly behind me going, is she always this demanding? And I, <laughs> whoa, I was not a happy camper. That's crazy. So I, well, you know, I understand banter. That's just plain I, rude. Like, I, I, like thank you. I, I don't have years uh, of experience in sales. I, I've only worked on the floor for maybe two years max. But um, I, I feel like. I feel like someone at Cabela should get should become aware of of the incompetence of their their salespeople. And the well, downright was, rudeness? That was rude. It was hands down rude. And I handled it with with class. I still made him get the gun out. And afterward he was discussing with us like why it wouldn't like why it would be or wouldn't be a good fit for me. 
Um, but that was because he was talking to the both of us. Um, cause Josh always asks more questions than I do, but right away I picked it up and I didn't like it. And even if I did like it, I had no intentions of letting that guy get any form of recognition for that sale. If that was the case, I was not happy, but I wanted to see the gun anyway to validate my potential purchase of the, the Canucks. So, but I was really PO'd. I have thought about writing to Cabela's and I mean, like we were talking about earlier, Benny, when you go to Cabela's, you're not going there for information, typically. You're going there to go and grab your your supplies that you might need, right? Because they're a big, yeah. big bulk store. They have a lot of things at a competitive price. You, well, you, you should still expect basic customer service. Basic though. customer service. Yeah, no, you know uh, what I 100%. mean? You, you, um, it, it's, it's like irrelevant of, of you know, people... I've heard, you're not the first person to tell me that they've had this kind of experience as a woman yeah. at Cabela's, but irrelevant of that, just the point, like the, 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 oh, I have to go all the way over there to pull out this thing to show you this gun. Like that's, yes, that's why you're here. Like yeah. making a comment like that, like if, if he hadn't ignored you, if you, he, he's like, you, you showed up, you pulled a ticket and he's like, oh, can I help you very much? And then, you know, while walking over there was like, oh, do I have to walk all over there? You know that would you know it would it would fit in with it being more of a, a jovial uh, environment. But the fact I that you you sat around waiting for someone to 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 like if you got a ticket then you know I would assume they finished up with the customer, click the button, the next number comes up, who's the next yeah. number? None of that. So like if they're not even following their system, then then what are they doing there? Well, yeah, I kind of felt like really distressed about it, but I let it go because. <laughs> It's too. I, it's too bad Mike isn't here to repeat his comment. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a good one. But yes, I agree with you. I have no problem with banter. I realize that um, sometimes it could be different how you have a conversation with a woman and then versus when you have a conversation with a man, uh, especially when it's a hunting environment. It's a gun environment. I get that. But, yes, you're right. I just felt like it was overall very rude. And if anything, as a new shooter, if I was someone who had just walked in there, no experience at all, I'd be very put off and never want to go back. Ever. Yeah. I like Cabela's for other per things, but I'm pretty sure I will never be buying a gun from Cabela's ever. Honest, ever, 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 because of it. Honestly, I've ordered the same shot. I ordered a shop and clean kit from them. Um, I think my credit card got returned, but honestly, I was just so fed up. I didn't even care about the 12 bucks at the end of it. Uh, yeah. they shipped it to the wrong address. Like they shipped it and they're the, the service they use, they didn't use Canapos, they use someone else delivered it to the wrong address twice. And it's uh. like, and I don't know what the guy who got it was thinking like, Oh, maybe I should go deliver it to the actual address that's written on here. Um, but yeah, so I, I was, yeah. I, I, I Try not to order from Cabela's because they inevitably I don't get my stuff when I order from them. So, so yeah. yeah. Well, we always used to have really good luck. Like Josh always used to get the free shipping days and. Well, they don't even do that. They anymore. don't even do that anymore. And right? now it's one hundred and fifty dollars for minimum free shipping. And yeah. It's like they, so, yeah. I mean, it, it was a great starter store for us to kind of really get a, an idea of what it is that could be available. Yeah. But the more you get into the community, the more you educate yourself, the more that you yeah. come to expect a but, certain level of yeah. education. Benny's, Benny's point is go, uh, yeah. go to your local gun shop yes, because you're absolutely. most likely going to get better service and more knowledge and 
And, uh, you know, you might pay a few more dollars here or there, but you're supporting someone local. But, yes. you know, there are a lot of deals out there, too. Like like Amanda got wound up getting the gun from Tilsonburg. So yes, that's exactly it. It's a small was... shop in Tilsonburg, and they had a, a, a great deal on it. Oh, yeah. I ended up saving almost $300. And that is the only reason why I didn't go back to Victory Ridge. Was I checked everywhere to see if there was any sales. We looked all overnight, and it was pretty... Uh, standard pricing across the board, but all of a sudden, Delsenberg ha- must have had like a 48-hour sale. It ended up being I paid 500 taxes in, like 508 dollars for this gun, where it was priced at 650, and it was for the 12 gauge that I wanted. So I was like, okay, I can't ignore that. I can't ignore 300 dollars to go back in my pocket. So, and I was happy to support Tilsonburg. I've heard lots of good things about Tilsonburg. But I'm going to give kudos to Victory because of the way that they handled me when I was there. It was really, really cool. They even handwrote thank you on the invoice. Yes, they did. Well, that was Tilsonburg. But yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. They wrote thank you for your purchase. It was it was handwritten. It was wonderful. Loved it. So today we're, we're cleaning the gun. And yeah, it's all disassembled on the table right now. Yeah, and I'm hoping to go and shoot it today. So we'll I'll let you guys know the next uh, next episode how that goes. So. All right. Well, I guess that leaves me. <laughs> so basically, I was with Amanda for all that, so that's all all mine as well. But uh, Victory Ridge, yeah, it's it's definitely a great spot to go. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with them or not yet, but that's the the Maple Ridge Armory guys. They started a hunting store. So and where uh, they, are they, Josh? It's in Barrie. It's actually right oh, across the street from Cabela's um, oh. in a little plaza there. So it's a nice little store. It's it's a little more. Uh, it's very neat and tidy and clean and new. It's a little more of a boutique kind of feel you know it's kind of specialized um but yeah they had really nice display cases you know how when you walk into a normal gun store and it's just like a glass counter and you've got to kind of crouch down and look at all the guns these were like you know standing height cases with like good lighting and everything was on racks it was it was awesome to look at the handguns it was really nice um sitka clothing for hunting gear they've got all they've got a whole bunch of that um and just really helpful staff. They were kind of following us around and a- answering all our questions and showing us stuff, making us hold things and want to buy things. And it was really good. Uh, there was the uh, the MRA Renegade. Um, that's kind of like their straight pull, their new straight pull version of the AR. And that's I don't know if you have tried one yet, Benny? I haven't tried one. I've seen uh, Dave from CPP has one, uh, oh, yeah. or he used to have one. Um I haven't tried it. I just like to me, it's I don't know. I guess if you've got the parts and you want to use, yeah, like, get use out of them, fine. But like, I, I feel like there there could be more compact packages. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I'm not I'm not a I'm not a, like a super uh, experienced shooter to be able to say yeah. No, this is, right. But I mean that do. makes the most sense, right? Like if you if if your AR is now banned and you've got all these barrels and and parts and stocks and everything else and you want to use them, then I guess by the, the receiver set is pretty smart, I guess, just to be able to use your parts for now since we're banned, right? Right. And I always right. think, well, what if I bought like a like a another like what's the uh, is it WK one eighty? I bought yeah. one of those or something, right? Then what happens if the bands get worse and now I've spent all the money on that and now I've lost another semi-auto, right? Whereas the straight pull, I guess, might be more band-proof, maybe? 
or brand brand existent. <laughs> so maybe uh, I'm I'm pretty uh, pretty bleak when it comes to what to expect from these things. So I know, I know. But yeah, it was interesting. Like it was, you know, once they put something in your hands, it makes you kind of want one. So that was the problem. But uh, I put a link to it on the show notes there. It's kind I of can neat. definitely relate to that feeling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, that was it. That was, that was a nice story. I definitely recommend uh, checking that out if you're in the area. It's worth stopping in. Uh, Cabela's, yeah, like Amanda said, it was definitely a little bit better experience aside from the customer service um, than the last time we went because they, they had a lot more stuff. There, there was no empty racks. Um, it was really kind of bleak when we were there the last time. I walked away with a turkey decoy and they got a hen for turkey season. And I got some camo fabric that I might try to make my own little blind out of, or at least kind of cover myself with it. So it was on sale, so I grabbed that. He was not going to make a poncho out of it. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what I do. Yeah. Uh, we had the uh, the fish fry yesterday, which was, was pretty good. Um, it was really windy, and there was lots of yellow jackets just at that time of year. But uh, food is really good. I had to go all the way to Wheatley to get it, so I, I volunteered to do that. So that's about six hours of driving just to pick up the fish. Um, How does your car smell? Yeah, well, that's what I was worried about. I was like, do I, am I really going to want to eat this after riding three hours with a carload of fish? <laughs> it was actually okay. They had it in, in sealed uh, styrofoam coolers, so there was there was no problem there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we did that. That was our first real event, our first, uh, the only thing we've been able to do as fundraiser or get together. We haven't really done anything else, so kind of nice to get everybody out there and, and do something a little different. Gave, a pe- gave people a little bit of a tour, and we did some archery as well, so that was fun. Yeah, and I'm just going to give a quick shout-out to Michelle, who was a new member who volunteered to uh, organize the fish fry. And, she, you know, she did an amazing job. One touch is always nice. She had a little um, table setting uh, uh, with a kind of like a, a little jar with some... Uh, um, burlap and a little butterfly and all the women were like oh that's just such a sweet touch i love that because again all the volunteers typically have been male so it was when the families get to come and see it was just a nice little thing that i found uh the families really enjoyed like just the extra detail to it uh there was a lot of work going into setup takedown yeah she worked about it she did awesome. yeah. her she and was, her husband yeah, yeah her and her husband the majority of the work and kudos to them they did awesome but, I mean, it was really hard to plan. I think we only officially decided to have the fish fry within a month. And so she had a month to try and get her, everything in gear. So good on her because she, she took the bull by the horns because we've been really focusing at the club on you need to learn to volunteer because this isn't a business range. We are a community range, a nonprofit range. So we all need to do our part. So it was really nice that she stepped up and did what she did. Definitely. Definitely. Yep. So, so yeah, no, I, I haven't been doing a whole lot of shooting. Um, I did go to a pistol night a week ago, and um, I threw the, the picture up just for Benny's uh, benefit there. I shot a Jericho. <laughs> it was a forty caliber Jericho. It was pretty nice. It's for sale. I don't know. I'm thinking about it, but I don't really need a forty cal. But um, <laughs> I, I want a forty cal. I, yeah. I avoid. I don't want to say I avoid, but uh, yeah, no, I'm not a. Uh... The only reason why I would buy, for example, like a 40 cal, uh, cal Glock is that you can, in theory, anyways, you can buy uh, conversion barrels for them, and oh, yeah. they're considerably cheaper than the 9 mil version. So if oh. you buy, if you buy like in the states, anyways, it works like this. I don't, it's not not so much in Canada, but uh, yeah. you get like these trade-ins. Uh, they'll have a 40 cal uh, barrel. You, I think you're saving maybe 100, 200 bucks, and okay. then 
uh, get Spiritual, which has the outside diameter of the 40 cal barrel, but side diameter of a 9. And uh, okay. that way you can shoot your, your 9 out of a 40 cal Glock, so... But I don't. That's not. Uh, that doesn't apply to the Jericho. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, it was it was interesting, fun to use. Um, I mean, most guns are. So <laughs> he's uh, he just isn't using it. I, and I was shooting his own uh, home loads, so I don't really know if I got the real true feel to it. I think they were probably downloaded a little bit. So. Yeah. But uh, that's about yeah, I also, it. I also downloaded so, my bullets just to conserve powder. Yeah. But that's just me being <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I can see him doing that too. Um, so I guess we'll get into the, the main topic here. So I guess I'll let uh, Wanda and Amanda kind of take it, take it from here. Thank you, Josh. All right. So Wanda and I yesterday, so that was September 11th, crazy day. Uh, we went to the CCFR ladies shoot, uh, at range 519 and, uh, we had ourselves a blast, didn't we, Wanda? Your uh, mic's off, hon. Wanda? Your mic's off. There <laughs> Sorry, you go. Guys. That's Sorry, okay. Guys, I didn't want to hear the barking in the background. Oh, that's okay. That's yeah, okay. It, it was really good. Uh, we got to try a whole bunch of different guns and uh, lots of ROs, uh, and it was really well organized, and it was very safe, and it was it was a good time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, So um, just a quick uh, lowdown of how it all worked there. So again, it was held at range 519. Um, This particular event did cost us $40 a person. Um, For anyone who is interested, no PAL or RPAL is required. Um, They had eyes and ears ready to go for those who didn't have them, but Mm -hmm. Wanda Mm -hmm. and I did bring our own. Yeah. Uh, We also um, made sure that we dressed comfortable, closed-toed shoes, um, long-sleeve pants, long-sleeve shirt, uh, or sweaters, uh, especially for myself, because most guns are right-handed. All the extractions always land back right back at me because I'm in the face of it. So it bounces and then it hits my hair. So every single time or down my shirt or however it is. So you need to make sure that you're covered up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wore I wore short sleeves and I got I got burnt a couple of times. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I hear you. Uh, then I'm trying to think of what else we brought. What did we bring? Uh, just, we just. Uh, we didn't need our RPAL or anything. I mean, we brought it with us, but we didn't yeah. require it. We used it for ID. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. It was fun to pull it out. So Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, they also did provide a swag bag, which was pretty cool. It uh, looks like uh, the two products were the bag itself and the uh, ball cap from Vortex. Yep. Definitely uh, a slick hat. Uh, it feels like it has a dry wicking material on it so i'm very curious to try that out and see how it works yeah and then of course all sorts of information about being able to shoot at range 519 how to get your license um it had a vortex catalog with all sorts of neat goodies in there stickers uh yeah ccfr stickers and yeah yeah and then the ccfr pamphlet uh for membership there was also a card for a ladies um sports enthusiast club i'm yes. very curious to look into that i never yeah. heard that before so i was pretty excited and then of course the uh 
the pamphlet that Tracy's been handing out in regards to our lovely liberal government and all the things that uh, they have or haven't been doing. So uh, it was definitely a cool little bag. I was really excited to get it. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So is it, is it the I string, was... the string bag with the vortex symbol on the back? Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. Josh, if you want one, I think you should come to the uh, the Oxford uh, shoot next, uh, whenever the next one is. The Oxford shoot? What's that? It's the uh, it's just like a rifle a rifle shoot. Um, okay. I, have to, I don't remember when it's coming up, but yeah, they're they're sponsors there. So. Oh, awesome! Oh, they're sponsors there as well. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Well, yeah, the I, want a, I always too. want a swag bag. I want a swag bag. You want a swag right? bag? Yeah. You get a swag bag. Goodies. Who you get doesn't a swag bag. like free stuff? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, who doesn't? Um, Benny, have you been to 519? Actually, I uh, was there like four weeks ago or so, three weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah? Uh, I just went in to get something from the from the store, but while I was waiting, uh, one of the guys was like, hey, you're waiting, so do you want to check out the... The, the non-member. Yeah, they showed me the non-member range, so it's a little smaller. But uh, yeah, it seemed pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very much. Uh, <laughs> I love Dean. He's a great guy. Um, but uh, I like my my range memberships to uh, be a flat fee, and then I can just show up whenever I want. Uh, versus yeah. the whole uh, tiered level thing. Uh, I understand it's an it's an indoor range. You got to do what you got to do. Um, but that's why I'm a member of an outdoor range. So yeah, yes, mm -hmm. of course. Mm -hmm. It's definitely. Oh, it was pretty cool with like the target returns and the touch screens and. Yeah, the touch screens, the target returns, <laughs> the the uh, rubber backstop basically with all uh, for the bullet catcher. So um, did you find it was any quieter in there than our range? No, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, but even so, I found that the 22s were had a lot more spunk than i recall them ever having so <laughs> i don't know if it was the gun or what it was but uh it was a really nice slick facility but yes i am aware of their price tag that comes along with being a member there it's um, funny we actually had their pamphlet pinned up on our bulletin board at our at our club just yeah. to kind of show what a deal everybody's getting <laughs> yeah oh yeah no for sure yeah you know um, we may not have all the deals like or all the goodies that they have there but i mean it's still it functions as a club right like it's a range yeah yeah no it was, it was definitely a, a cool experience though um let's see here oh the so a lot of this will be kind of more banter between Wanda and I, but if you guys have any anything to throw in there, please feel free. So uh, organization, how do you feel it went, Wanda? It, it was really well organized. I mean, they had uh, from the registration table when we walked in the door and um, and everything was laid out for us. Uh, they had somebody around to to go over the safety rules with us and then escort us into the ranges and then again going over more safety principles as a part as uh, you know the red line and the and the shooting line sort of thing and and there was an RO at every station with every gun and uh, they were all very friendly very outgoing very helpful um, very informative. Uh, it was um, it was really really well organized. I thought. Yeah. What did you I, think? I agree, and it was. I felt like they were professional, uniform, but relaxed. Yeah. Uh, and, um, any kind of timid behavior was quickly extracted, 
everyone started to have fun real quickly, I found, and it, it had to do with the, the environment. Everybody's like, we're here to have fun. We're here to make you safe. Don't worry about it. Just, you know, follow these simple rules and you're good to go. And they were very much into sharing with sh the social media because they know that that's the kind of things we like to do. So yeah, yeah, it was definitely fun. Um, and very thoughtful even when they were saying about sharing on media. They asked everybody, is everybody okay being shared on social media? Is anybody uncomfortable with their picture being taken? Like mm -hmm. they were very considerate even. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um, you you want to out any, uh, any closet guys? Well, you know what? And, and, that... and you know, I, I, it's 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 a real consideration. I, I'm, I will not I will not deny that I last election did not put up a sign on my lawn because I don't want people to to know I'm a conservative necessarily. Yeah, yeah. I I yeah. hear you. And actually, the very we had a lady shoot at the um, Milverton Rod and Gun before I was a a pal before I had my pal, and I went. But I stayed out of every single picture and I asked them not to post me because my partner at the time was not okay with me being a shooter. And I, you know, I didn't want to hide anything from him, but this was something that I wanted to do and to try to see if it was even worthwhile. Um, so I had went, not that I have to discuss everywhere that I go, but I went and I had such a fun time, but I also was nervous about my job and... Um, in general, I didn't want to give out my my status until I knew this is what I wanted to pursue. You know what I mean? So, for some people, it's it's it's. Well, I get that too. I just started a new job, and people are slowly finding things out about me. They, there was somebody added me to Facebook, and now things are getting around. And it's... Yeah. <laughs> Never accept work-related Facebook or yeah, yeah. <laughs> So. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. But I was yeah. more, I thought about it a lot during the hiring process. You know, I thought, what if they creep me on Facebook and they see that I, I'm, you know, not that there's anything wild on my Facebook page, but I mean, there's pictures of guns and all kinds of other things. And, you know, if someone's not into that or they're turned off by it, that well, could put me, let them pass me up, right? And you have particular political views as well. Yeah, but I don't have anything like overly uh, offensive or anything. No, right? no, no. It's, it's more just, no, you, don't. you know, this is careful. what I think, but I, I don't have anything uh, yeah. outright offensive. Josh still has his Facebook profile, access to his Facebook profile, so it's not that bad. Right, uh, yes. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been unpersoned yet. Yeah, that's true. Um, so. But then another way of looking at it, uh, I, the way I, when, after you're rejected, the way I look at it is, well, did you really want to work for a place that didn't like you that way? Yeah. I guess, but they did But, but I only say really that after get denied, not before. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm thinking, like, you know, they don't know me otherwise, right? If they're just yeah. using that as a, as a basis, right? Yeah, so. Um, I wanted to bring up another um, factor here. So Peterborough was the original event that Wanda had reached out to me for, and she was like, oh, they're doing it in Peterborough. It's from 12 to 3. It's free. Uh, do you want to come? And I was like, well... Just because of the fish fry, I wasn't 100% sure if I could make it all the way to Peterborough and then do the fish fry because I wanted to volunteer and do my my part there. So when the 519 range opened up with their event, definitely did it. But, I mean, the $40 kind of threw me off, and I think it threw Wanda off too. So it's like, well, do we do it? Do we not? But we did. And it was worth it. Well, you know the yeah. cost of ammo yeah. now. So. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, you know, uh, 
and the me, range and the use of the range. I mean, they shut down the, the range the, for the whole day, right? Yes, they did. They were at least from twelve to three, I think it was, or ten to three. 10 yeah. To three. Yeah. And you got a you got a two dollar hat. Yes, so. we did get a twenty dollar hat. So I guess it, in the end, it, it worked out to itself. But yeah. Um, do you think that the forty dollars was worth it? Then that was my question. Ah, uh, yeah. It, uh, you know what? Like in Peterborough, they had it, and it was uh, a barbecue. It included, and I don't know if they would have had a swag bag, or maybe we got the swag bag because it paid. Um, Maybe. I'm I'm not sure. I don't I don't know what they got versus what we got, sort of thing. But I saved the forty bucks in gas. That's how I figured, right? Like, yeah, I would have spent at least forty bucks in gas going to Peterborough and back. No, that's true. And uh, and so I thought, well, I'm gonna put out the forty bucks anyway, so I might as well go to a club closer to me. And yeah. uh, and and uh, Kelly being there was part of the factor too. I was in in cahoots with her talking about it and she said she says oh there's one coming up in cambridge stay tuned and i'm like yeah okay <laughs> so, that there you go. That one. so so that was I, think, sure. I think maybe for two people like you because you have your license and you have experience with firearms maybe 40 dollars seems a little bit steeper but i think someone without their license and someone who doesn't have access to firearms that's a steal right? yeah well sure. yeah that's true too yeah so just, uh, I thought in general it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, I, I feel like maybe it would be nice to have consistency across the board, but I realized that businesses need to make their money too, or at least offset their costs. So Yeah, and the facility I, yeah. was amazing. I felt like I was like like Charlie's Angels in like, you know, the yeah. police academy because it was like so fancy, like with the, it was. With the auto return, with the, uh, with the, uh, the uh, targets and yeah it was very cool and they had some nice guns there too they did so they they really really did um so who was all there so in general we had 60 women booked for the day's event uh so it was split into two time slots at 10 30 and 12 o'clock was that no 10 and 12 or 10 and 1 right 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 yeah uh and then we were split in two groups from there so we had 15 women per group so it was nice because we, we got to get to know each other a little bit, uh, but then we were still able to participate. So we used both ranges, uh, one for the rifles, one for the handguns. Um, so I wanted to chat with, a, I made an effort to chat with women to see what kind of group we were looking at. Um, so we had uh, both new shooters and licensed ladies in attendance. Um, so one lady had come by herself and her husband is a shooter and had, is a member at the range 519 and has been trying to get her to shoot for quite some time. She decided to come to the event to try it and she was a natural, you know, um, the blonde haired lady with the black and white striped shirt. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So she was really good. She was really good. Uh, yeah. Just, I couldn't believe it. Uh, her shots were just Excellent, both in handgun and rifle. Yeah, she had some big um, things. Yeah, she did. Uh, another lady came by herself, or sorry, uh, mother and daughter duo, and they had come to a couple of these lady shoots, and they don't have their licenses, but they really enjoy the events. So it's their way to kind of dabble in. And uh, again, the daughter, who's maybe 17, is a natural, like very, very good. Uh, we met two clay shooters who had never done anything different and wanted to try handgun and rifle, and they seemed to be kind of put off by handgun because it's such a different experience. 
Um, but they loved using the rifles, so they're willing to look at something different. Um, we also met two other women who were Palin, our pal, and it was funny. These women uh, both have husbands that shoot, but they hate to shoot with them. <laughs> Basically, so it, it's but they also don't have a gun of their own. So they went to go and, and one in particular was trying different guns so that she know what she wants to purchase for herself so that she can go to the range by herself and go and shoot. I think that's something we should, that should be mentioned about range five nine or select shooting supplies. I believe that you actually can go and they'll they'll have like a, a demo gun on on the premises for you to test some at least some of the things. Yeah. Uh, before purchasing, so yeah. you know some stores don't let you even pull the trigger, Cabela's. Yeah, and then yeah, some they won't even, they <laughs> won't even take the won't even take the trigger locks off. Yeah, I, I've yeah. heard a story of why that is, but um, well, or you can go to to a store like a, a local gun store like Selection Supply and actually uh, try uh, try something out and see if you're going into a whole new <clears throat> excuse me whole new avenue. Like say if you're going from rifle to pistol, um, it gives you an opportunity to actually try it out and and see what it see what it's like. Uh, the number one thing that you can tell someone when they're they're when they're asking like, oh, what gun should I get? Is uh, well, the one that feels right for you, or the one you shoot best with. Because uh, absolutely, just because it feels good in your hand doesn't mean you'll shoot well with it, and uh, just because you, you shoot well with it doesn't mean it'll feel good in your hand. So yeah, yeah. I hundred percent agree with that, and that was the what kind of brings us into the next section, which is what guns we were shooting. And um, I've got a couple views, and I'm sure Wanda does too. Yes, and I'm very excited about the guns that she likes. Of course you are. <laughs> so to start with the guns we were shooting, they had two 1022s, one with a red dot, one with iron sights, yeah. which is a pretty standard um, 22 LR rifle to um, uh, get people going. But I was very surprised that they didn't try and get people to start with the 1022. It was just like, yeah, no, go pick one and go. And... It was based on my suggestion for the one lady who was holding back. She waited about 15 minutes before she tried anything. And I went over and I said, go over there. Because I said, it's nice and soft. It's easy to use. Just give it a try first. And then after that, she got her encouragement and then went off to other places. So we also had some 9mm rifles, uh, the Chris Vector 22 as well. Um, so how did, how did that feel in comparison to your 1022? Because they're both 22 caliber rifles, but wildly different designs um i felt it i gotta be honest mine's the cheapest model and i could feel it uh, the difference the quality definitely oh so you didn't think you... like so you i think felt the, the, 20... the chris is worth the 1700 or whatever it oh is. the chris oh, between chris vector yeah, 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 oh yeah. i did not like the chris vector i gotta be honest it was just too bulky but the 1022 models that they had there, it was more pumped up, I think. It, it looked nicer. It felt nicer. It yeah. shot nicer. Is that what they sell for, 1700 bucks for a Chris Vector? I don't know. I can look it up. But uh, for the 22 version, it's cheaper than the uh, the 9 or 45, and I think those are close to 2 it was it was a beast to pick up. And <laughs> yeah, it was heavy. So it was heavy. It was very heavy. So, I mean, it was cool looking, and the red dot that they had on there was also a monster. Uh, so it was very clear to see. But I don't think I shot as well with it as I did the 1022s, hmm. and I prefer. Yeah, and you're holding it way differently than you would. Yeah, I I didn't like the way I it just didn't feel comfortable around my shoulder or. Yeah. 
anything like that. It was cool because you expect, I don't know, maybe for me, because it was bigger, I was expecting more of a kickback, even though I could clearly see it's a 22. <laughs> I should, um, uh, sorry, I was I was completely wrong. Oh, not mm-hmm. completely, but a little bit. Okay, so the cheapest model, um, the Chris Vector CRB 22 long rifle, 16 inch in black, is mm-hmm. currently 899.95 on select site. They are out of stock on all of them. The 9 mil is 21.39.99. So, oh my gosh. That's yeah. quite the jump. <laughs> it is quite the difference, yes. Yeah. Um, is the Chris Vector the one that Kelly had? No. What did she, she have? She had combine I, of some sort, right? Yeah, it was a 9mm. The Ruger uh, PCC? I believe so. I yeah. think maybe yeah. that was it. The Ruger PC9, yeah. I, yeah. Wish, I wish I had written down what I shot on the rifle range on my on my target because I did, I did that with the handgun. So I knew exactly what I shot. Yeah. And, and I could easily compare because I remember shooting at that particular target, but I didn't do that for the rifle. And I wish I did so that I could remember a little bit clearly what it was I shot, but yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, Because you benched the first one. Yeah. The Um, one that Kelly had the nine millimeter, I benched it because it was just so heavy. Yeah, uh, but I did try a different 9mm. It was a Ruger rifle, and I loved it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's the same one. Yeah, the picture I saw was the PC-9. The PC-9, yeah. and I definitely am. That'll be on and our... And that's what it was? It's been on so my I'm... bucket list for a little while. Well, now <laughs> I, I give my formal approval. But you're like, you can't spend $1,000 <laughs> on one of those. <laughs> but I can. <laughs> Watch well, it goes, me. It, it's the PC-9, the Ruger PC carbine. Or it's the Freedom Ordinance. So which one would yeah. you rather he spend the money on, uh, Amanda? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you, you know you like the Ruger. So. The Ruger is like less it. than 1000 and I'm pretty sure Freedom... Yeah, Freedom is uh, is like 15 And the one I'm yeah. looking at here is not is, is restricted, so like... No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I definitely enjoyed... All right, add, add to cart. Okay. We will. We okay. Great. <laughs> add to cart. So, all right. So, uh, Wanda, in the rifles, did you have a preference? Um, uh, I really liked the nine millimeters. I have a Ruger twenty two, so I'm used to shooting that. Um, uh, but I'm not used to shooting the nine millimeter rifle. So that was a little different for me. Um, and I, I really liked it. It wasn't, um, I mean, I've, I've shot some of, uh, George and George's dad's, uh, bigger rifles and I don't even know what calibers they are, but they're big. Bangs. <laughs> 762 by 39, 762 by 54R. Yeah. His, uh, his yeah. old block ones. Yeah, they're big, yeah. they're big bangs. So I like the nine millimeters because it was a bit more of a bang, but not. It didn't. There was no kickback to it. Like. Yeah. Yeah, they were nice. Yeah, I yeah, them. there was. How does it compare was, to George's cowboy uh, rifle? Uh, George's cowboy rifle has a lot of kickback. Yeah. So yeah. I'm pretty sure it's just a 45 hundred. So uh, this is gonna be a lot. Besides the fact that that is a lever action, so there's no uh, like softening of the recoil. Yeah. Um, these are also a nine mil, which is a lot, which is a lot smaller. So yeah. even if even if it, if uh, even if you're shooting nine mil with like that kind of action, it would be a little stiffer, but it'd be less than than the forty five, which would be the smallest caliber I think uh, George has 
besides 22. That's what yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so nine millimeters are definitely on our list, especially in the handguns. But we'll get to handguns. Well, it's cheap, yeah. cheaper to shoot too. So we're gonna yeah. save money on ammo. So really, yeah. this is really something we should think yeah. about seriously. So yeah. yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> so in, in the in the handguns, we shot uh, twenty-two caliber Glocks revolver, the S and W sixty-six, and so that's another bucket list gun. So. Yes, it is, and the nine millimeter. A pistol gun as well, mm-hmm. and again, I didn't write that one down. I know you did, Wanda. Uh, what the model was for millimeter? Um, it was definitely a Glock had 44, a lot of I think there was a Glock 44, but there was another Glock. Isn't the 44 22 now? It is. It is, uh, but there was another. There was another Glock there. Yeah. Was it short and handle or, or normal size handle? Normal. Short. Or was, was it, it normal? was it skinny <laughs> or was it fat? Skinny. Skinny. Better than a 48. The Glock 48, which would have been I... the single stack nine mil. Okay, oh, so... I didn't know they had one of those. Yeah, they, no. they were they were like they were like the thing like a year ago. I debated okay. about getting one, but um, no uh, accessory rail, and um, I didn't have the money for another rifle that I wasn't going to use on a regular basis. I ended up getting a deal on my Glock 17, so I went with the Glock 17. MOS, which is ready for red dot and everything. You can get right. the 48 ready for red dot, but um, yeah. But they, you know, they come standard from the factory with 10, 10 round magazines, and they're uh, single stack, so they're skinnier and easier to hold in your hands if you have small hands. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. You well, can... that's always Thomas's big gripe about Glocks is the is the block the 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 squared off grip, right? Like just the the bulky grip. Even though he's got big hands, but. I don't know. That seems to be what he always complains about most. Can you you can put red dots on handguns? Yes. So my yes. Glock, my Glock that I have, it actually comes from the factory with a step in it, so it, it the red dot can be uh, put on it nicely. Otherwise, you can take a, a gun and go to a gunsmith and have them mill uh, a slot for it um, for you to do that. Oh. They also have other aftermarket um, things like uh, I know uh, Meprolite uh, has a rear sight that doubles as a pick rail, so you can attach mm. your red dot to that too. Right. Although I feel like at that point you're really just adding stuff. You're, you're stacking. You're, you're going to have like this three inch thing sticking off the top of your, your pistol. <laughs> kind yeah, of, really, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, yeah. it's. I, don't um, blame you. I think everything we shot was with irons, right, Amanda? Yes. Yeah. Everything was with irons when it came to the handguns. Yeah. Um, and one thing uh, I noticed in general was uh, there were definitely not as many consistent groupings for most people. Yes. Uh, when it came to handguns, we were only shooting at five yards, uh, and I was very surprised at at it. But I'm assuming it had a lot to do with hand like wrist control. Um, you don't expect to feel your wrist flick back as much. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened is that when they're shooting, it ends up flicking up and they were shooting up and all over the paper. Well, yeah. if you um, remember from your, from your maple seed, the, uh, yeah. the amount of places you have contacting your body contact with the gun, yeah. um, at least in the Israeli style, it's, uh, we have like six, I think, uh, but that includes like your, your magazine and all the stuff. But like, even with, with maple seed, you've got your hand, you've got two hands, that's two. You've got your shoulder, three, your cheek, that's four, slings, which is you could consider five, you know, and that's five points holding the, the firearm in place versus yeah. the two 
Um, and most people aren't really familiar with it, right? So it's yeah. There, any time the gun does anything, it's it's a whole new experience. It's shocked. They're they're not necessarily know what they're doing, and you're gonna have yeah. shots going all the place. When I first started shooting pistols, I thought I didn't think pistols were garbage. I thought I had no idea what I was doing. And then I mm-hmm. did a I did one class at at uh, the podcaster charity shoot, uh, and um, I realized, oh, you know, you know, what? I actually can do this, and pistols aren't like completely useless. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I learned how to shoot my pistol. So yeah, nice. Well, I will say that there was one Glock I did not like the trigger at all. It was too long of a pull, and it threw me right off. I I that was the first Glock I shot. Would that uh, be twenty two? It was a 22, but then there was another, the Glock 44, that I also shot, and that's, it was... That's the 22 cal. It's confusing the way with so the numbers. So, did someone <laughs> maybe change the trigger on theirs then? Because it felt completely different. The two Glocks were different. Yes, so they were. Both 22, they were both 22, but they were different. The The trigger oh. on the one peeved me up so much, whereas the other one, I felt very comfortable to the point where the guy said, your targets are really good, how about you do one-handed? So he actually allowed me to do one hand for the last three shots. Hmm. So I thought that was that was good. You could definitely tell a difference. Um, oh, special I mean, treatment! I never got that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fun. Um, all, all those my, bullseye nights are paying off. I think so. Yes, that's exactly it. Um, uh, my favorites were definitely the nine millimeter. Uh, and the Smith and Wesson 686. That was mm. so much fun. It it was a lot nicer of a revolver than the Ruger 22. Although I like it. So now you're gonna get into Icor and kick Mike's butt. Ew. That was, that was the 38 caliber one, right? Yeah. 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 It was nice. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It made um, me want to get into uh, cowboy action. Yeah. Totally. It was definitely a fun, a a fun thing to do. Yeah. So, gentlemen, I got to ask, after hearing the types of guns that were available, do you think that these were suitable to share with new shooters? I think they're very common, almost ubiquitous guns, so they were good first shooter guns. Like, the 1022 is everywhere. That's probably going to be most people's first 22. If they're not into cooies, they're going to get a 1022. Of course. The Chris Vector is a little weird. But it's kind of fun, right? Because you get to experience something it looks a little cool. strange. Yeah, it looks yeah, cool. It I've looks seen white cool. ones and they look like you look like a stormtrooper, right? Like <laughs> they look kind of cool. Yeah. Um, the 686 is everywhere too. Like that's pretty common. I think that's a good choice. Everybody likes revolvers. So, like new shooters love revolvers to try it because it's something different. And I didn't see any uh, ejection issues or any malfunctions. And if you're going to do a centerfire rifle, I mean, yeah. a, a pistol caliber carbine makes sense because you're not hurting someone's shoulders, right? Yeah. For sure. Right, they're all very uh, timid. Oh, I don't want to say timid. They're all well-behaved firearms. Like they're not yeah. doing anything yeah. weird. Uh, they're they're easy to control. Um, they're not handing someone, you know, a a break action 12 gauge to you know <laughs> sit them down after, which is not what you want with a new shooter. Um, I, I I could see them having a shock a 12 gauge there, but not having it there also makes a lot of sense. Um, because, you know, it's that classic, you hand the shotgun to the person, walk away, and just watch them fly backwards. It's just not right. not conducive <laughs> yeah. to what they're trying to do with these events. Yeah. So yeah. Or what anyone should be doing, actually. Uh, so, yeah, no. I guess they could have had a 410 there or something, maybe. That might have been fun. Yeah. I am I'm, I'm, I'm say I'm, maybe I'm a little surprised they didn't have a 223 there, like uh, the WK or one of those. Yeah. But, um, 
No, but it, it seems like you, you guys had a, had a good time. And to yeah, give you a totally. nice, well-rounded uh, firearms experience, it, uh, yeah, it seems like it, 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 that was the right choice. I think, I think your point about the WK might have been more beneficial even just to show them that, ooh, this is a scary black rifle, but this is fun and this is cool. And it's just like everything else. Right? Yeah. So to do that properly, Josh, you need to have like a 30-06 next to it or, you know, <laughs> right, one of those other ones. Like, giant you holes. don't want to try this because <laughs> it will turn you off from shooting and that's not what we want to do here. But just look at this bullet. Now look at that one. Yeah. This is the one they want to ban. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's smart. Totally. So, alrighty, let's just. I wanted to kind of go over the overall consensus. I found that I did not see or hear one woman who did not enjoy themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody you, was smiling. Yeah. Everybody was smiling. There was one woman, and I would say she was probably in her mid 60s who originally, she came in, she was timid, arms crossed. You could tell she was very unsure of herself being there. Like, why am I here? Um, But then I heard, overheard a conversation with one of the CCFR ladies that were handling the sign-in, sign-out, and she said that she definitely enjoyed herself. She didn't know what to expect, and she really didn't think she was going to enjoy herself, but she definitely did. So I thought that that was a really awesome. Now, obviously, we didn't see the second half of the group, but if if 30 out of 30 women enjoyed themselves, I think that's a pretty good success. So yeah, what do you sure. think, Wanda? Yeah, for, for sure. I, You know, I didn't chat it up with as many people as you did. You did really well by chatting it up. <laughs> oh, that's such a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I was focused on the guns and Amanda and, and Kelly and people that I knew. You know, yes, I'm, of I'm always a little unfamiliar with people that I don't know. But I did relax once we got to the handguns. We did rifles first. We got to the handguns, and then I started chatting it up with a few people, you know. Yeah. But, uh, um, uh, yeah, definitely everybody had a good time. They all, uh, when we were in the break room afterwards and uh, had a little bit of a snack, and there was um, some raffles for uh, Vortex gear and CCFR stuff. And Amanda won a hat. I did. I got two hats out of the deal. It was yeah. wonderful. So, yeah. yeah. You got a that CCFR awesome. hat, which I was a little jealous of, I, I have to admit. But uh, well, I'm jealous. I'm jealous of your New Shooter Canada hat. Ah, so. uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So we'll be jealous of each other. <laughs> so. Oh, but yes, um, it was a good time. Uh, definitely. So, topic for discussion: Would men benefit from an event like this, like new shooting uh, men who have never shot before? And if so, what do you think would need to be different based on what we've discussed here? So, what Benny? Why don't you give us your thoughts on that? So, I think that um, most ranges, or there's an, there's an opinion in the sport that we need to cater to women more to try and get more in the sport because there's less women, um, yeah. and from what I understand, from what I keep hearing, uh, that, that is not something that, that is necessary. Um, I think if we were to put a, an event like this together for men, there would, we wouldn't have to change anything. Because honestly, the shooting sports, we don't care for men or women. There's very little uh, emphasis on gender. Um, just because you're a man or a woman doesn't... Like, honestly, the only thing that comes to mind is placement of your holster. Other than that, you know, a man and a woman can shoot the same and most women when they come when they come they show up for the first time they're shooting better than men for whatever reason um so i think i think in terms of how the event would actually be run um it wouldn't need to change it would just be you know hey we're having this open event uh for anyone or everyone um 
and I think you you would draw people in like that. Um, mm -hmm. And it wouldn't have to More be more like a family gender, event. It wouldn't have to be gender specific. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think it would. It, it just I don't think anyone does that. Like for example, I am a little I wouldn't say jealous, uh, but like. I feel like I would have to put more effort in if I wanted to say learn want to learn how to hunt, uh, than say uh, you girls because there are I know there are organizations out there that are like hey we want to get women into hunting so you know we'll we'll help you out uh, versus where I'm a dude and it's like well you're a dude just you know ask one of your buddies. Kind of <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah no I totally agree with that yeah, yeah. I can see that. No, um, I, in, terms, in terms of like, just getting people into shoot sports, um, a lot of ranges and I don't think they really advertise this have a, like patches or. A system where if you don't have you don't have ownership, you can or you don't have a price, you can go to the range, you can, you can purchase some time or whatever, and they have a package, and then be someone there you know, to oversee and make sure everything's done safely, uh, and you can try things. Uh, but it, I don't think it's something to advertise uh, that much. Uh, and if we put an event like this on for, for the general public versus like say women, uh, I think this I think we might get attract more people. I'm I but I again, I'm not an expert on this stuff. <laughs> Fair enough. So I'm interested to when, uh, to add to Amanda's query. Um, one of the ROs said, I like doing this kind of thing with women because women listen and they, and they are attentive. <laughs> they, <do? laughs> to, they are attentive to instruction where men, when you instruct them, they say, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. And then they do their own thing. Do you think that's true or? That is one theory that is that is a positive of why women tend to do better in the beginning of shooting, uh, and then it just falls to natural like interest. Like some women are interested in this, some women aren't. Some men are interested in shooting, some aren't. And it's it's really just time that you put into it. So there are many many women shooters who can out shoot me. Uh, when I first started, my wife and I could probably be around the same. But uh, I definitely put more time behind the trigger than she does, so I think now I could actually her. Um, but it's really starting off. Yes, women tend to do better, and it's it's. There's no macho. There's no like when a guy shows up, he's like, "Well, I'm a guy. I know how to use a gun. I've I've watched a movie or two. I know what I'm doing." Um, <laughs> and, uh, and and women tend to be like, "Okay, so like, how do we do this? What's going on? Like, give me the instruction." Yeah, it's it's more it's an attitude. To it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, leave your masculinity aside because it has nothing to do well, with being it's, safe. It's like they learning. say when you come to a maple seed, right? Come yeah. with a, a, an attitude to learn and yes, exactly. Yeah, teachable, teachable attitude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what about you, Josh? Any thoughts? Well, I pretty much Benny took care of it there. I think that would be great <laughs> if it was open to the general public, right? Because mm -hmm. I mean, people could do it. You know, if we weren't already into guns, I'd say, hey, Amanda, you want to go do this for an afternoon? And I think that would be a great. A great thing to do together and when I started too it's it was hard I mean luckily I had a, I had a friend who got me started and and I had someone to kind of show me a few things but mm -hmm. they only had so many firearms and and until you really get into it you don't get to try a, a large variety um, so it's kind of cool that you can try something mm -hmm. different I mean maybe maybe I'd shoot a shotgun and it'd be like hey I really want to get into shotguns instead of handguns and mm -hmm. kind of gives you a direction or a focus at the beginning before you really know what you want to do yeah I agree with that uh, one thing I will say is that I think it definitely needs to continue to happen for women's only events and then maybe men's only events, but also include it like a family or there, gender there neutral might be a, There might be an intimidation factor there too, right? Oh, totally. To have men hovering over you, like maybe that's the benefit to the ladies only is that, you know, maybe right. you don't want, like, like she said, those, those women hated shooting with their partners, right? 
Yes, that, that's, <laughs> so. that it's it's going to appeal to people who, you know, exactly that they yeah. going shooting with their partner. I and one of the things that I learned at uh, Maple Seed was they separated Josh and I for a reason. Now, not knowing because <laughs> I'm a jerk, <laughs> not knowing that he has always been my my uh, mentor and who has been the one who's taught me how to shoot in the first place. If you were walking into any other situation, if it was just a couple coming in. They tend to bicker and fight, and one's telling the other that they're not doing it right, and it's usually the men telling the women that they're not well, doing it and, right. And, and she that's... probably just didn't want you looking to me either, right? Well, yeah. Even, just, even if it was innocent yeah. or friendly, it was just, you know, like, yeah. no, don't worry about Josh. Worry, worry about, about yourself, yourself right? yes, and I, which I understand and I agree with. So I feel that uh, a, the women's days need to definitely continue, but yeah. I do feel like um men tend to because it's a male dominated sport i will say the opportunities just like josh said to try something new or try a new gun or be able to do it without having to go ahead and just get all all the licensing and your own guns going like or it's it's basically a refer a friend program i think youth for too men. would be great like teenagers youth, yes getting teenagers out there would be awesome yeah, yeah. absolutely so so, so they have they have youth events um and they're not they're not they're they're club level like each individual club one club may do it, another club may not um yeah. in terms of reaching out to the public it's again it's on it's a club club level thing Whereas the women day women program in the CCFR is a women specific program, um, and not to say that there needs to be a men specific program. Ignoring the fact that I think that that could people would say, oh, why why are you having a men only event? That seems kind of sexist. Um, I don't think it's it's necessary. I think that if the if the CCFR did have range days that they advertise like they do their their theme, their women only shoots, I think that might have a positive effect on on the, the on the sport. But I can see someone saying, "Well, you know, we don't need to, we don't need to invest in that right now." Um, but I think that we really should be trying to grow all aspects of the sport. So maybe it is something someone should be looking into. Again, yeah. I'm very good at telling people what to do, and I have no interest in doing it myself. So you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm freely Fair admitting enough. that on the internet that yes, I think it should be done, and I'm not the guy to do it. Yeah. I don't agree with what, agree with that. I think you're a great teacher, Benny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't say I wasn't capable. I just, you know, yeah. <laughs> in terms of you just lack I of ju- motivation. I, I just started and I don't have like I'm not like on a board or anything. Like uh, I don't need yeah. to. I don't, I don't need that noise. I'm hard enough, you know, keeping my house clean. I don't need to to arrange. Oh, I hear you there. Range <laughs> visits and all that other stuff. Yeah. Well, Josh does volunteer a lot of his time at the range um, with doing tours and. Um, taking people out for their first safety. Club level safety. Club le- club le- yeah, la 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 la. Can't talk today, apparently. Fish fries. Fish fries, <laughs> stuff like that. So it is a lot of commitment once you start really getting involved. So, um, so final question I have in regards to this topic. Suggestions to guys who want to introduce their other half to shooting sports. Um, so obviously one of the points that I brought up was that there was a you know, a woman who obviously their partner loves to shoot, you know, not really interested in shooting with them. So maybe it had something to do with attitude. Um, so I'm curious, uh, based on your experience with your partner's gentlemen and then us as women, what do you think would create a positive uh, conversation or how to go about bringing your, your partner into the sports itself? I'll let Jeff take this one first so I don't, you know, talk over him again. Okay. 
Josh. <laughs> There's no Jeff here. Did I say Jeff? Yeah, you did. Oh, wow. I don't even know a Jeff. Josh, sorry. <laughs> wow, that was weird. I honestly do not know anyone named Jeff. Well, there you go. Um, well, I don't know. It's uh, that's that is a hard question. I mean, I guess the way it happened with with Amanda was just uh, I, I kind of forget. It was just kind of just discussing it. I think at random one day, and then uh-huh. the interest was sparked, and I just said, "Hey," well, she said, "Yeah, I'd be interested in trying it one day," and then I had come back to her another time. I was like, "Yeah, were you were you really serious with that, or were you just saying that?" And she said, "No, I'm serious." So I think just. Just getting them out there, I think, initially, you know, a lot of people are, are timid about it. And I think just maybe just bring them just to watch one time. And I think once they start watching, they're going to want to see it and just take it take it slow and, and just start with 22s. And like Benny said, you know, don't, don't hand them a 12 gauge and ruin it for them, right? You, you don't want to turn them off to it. You just want to take them at their comfort level and, and just go from there and just, you know, treat it as more of a a bonding experience rather than, you know, leave the, leave the competition at home for a while, at least, right. Just kind of experience it together rather than trying to, you know, shoot good scores and, and wonder why you're not shooting very well and all that kind of stuff. Just, just have fun with the firearms. I think that's probably what George and Wanda do, right? Like they Mm -hmm. do the cowboy action stuff and it's probably just a lot of fun just to hang out and shoot them. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of observation for me. It was observation for many, many years before I even got my, my RPAL. It was, uh, um, and it was just finally trying like he kept coursing every time, try again, try again. And I was like, no, 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 it's your thing. You do it. And and uh, I think women are funny. They are either, yes, I want to get very involved with my partner and I want to go out and spend time with them. So I'll become interested in shooting because it's something that we can do together and enjoy. And then there's other women who are like, nah, give him his own thing to do and just leave me alone, get out of my hair so I can do what I need to do. There's right. that type of woman too, right? So so it depends on, you know, what... It's good to have independent hobbies too. You don't need to do everything. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. So it really depends. But but for women who are who are looking to spend time with their partner and and do something that they love. It's a great sport to get into and bond together. And, uh, and, you know, you get buying guns and you get to mutually share them between the two of you. And, and, uh, it becomes a lot of fun and, and, uh, yeah. I agree with that, Wanda. Benny, any thoughts? Um, basically, and this is like, just cause of my nature, like something that I have to work on and I am probably not great at it. You'd have to ask my wife. Um, <laughs> don't try like as long as they're being safe forget about the rest yeah. like don't try like and, and jo- josh yes i got that one right yep. josh uh touched on it a little like in terms of yeah, that, like not that you're competing yeah. against her her score versus yours but you, you don't need to make her an ace shooter straight off the bat right just have her enjoy yeah. it and 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 have a good time and it, it, whether she hits the target or not, that's not the point. The point is that she's shooting guns with her, with her significant other, and you're having a good time. Uh, when you start saying, "Oh, well, you know, you gotta hold the gun like this or hold it like that," like just at a certain point, you gotta step back. Like, is the gun pointed down range? Great. Is she loading it, keeping it handling safely? Great. Now just focus on her having a good time, and then yeah. again, and just like with with, and I don't I don't mean women or kids, but just like with kids, as soon as the interest <laughs> starts to wane, 
stop because all you're gonna do is like don't like if they if they're tired and they don't want to shoot anymore don't be like okay let's go try the next rifle no they're done yeah turns it into a chore yeah finish mm-hmm. it off because this is something you love and you want to do you want to make sure that at the very least your partner doesn't hate it yeah <laughs> so agreed. so like you know mm-hmm. my wife likes gardening I'm not like I don't like gardening I don't hate it but I don't like it I don't want her to hate <laughs> guns because that means that I yeah. can't do my thing. So I want her to do her thing. I want her to let me do my thing. And if we can do it together, it's better. Uh, yeah. She does have her license, yeah. Um, yeah. She does have her license. Uh, Restricted but, or not? Yes. Yeah. She got them both at the same time because it's, yeah. it's you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense not to. Like, even if you even if you never use it, it's it's an extra day, and uh, then it's just easier that way. Yeah, so, totally regret not getting mine right away. Yeah. Uh, I bet you do. I bet you I do. do. Yeah. So, well, just, yeah. So, uh, yeah. no, but I agree. She, she got that, and, and she got that because of you, Benny, or she had it already. So she she got that because of me. Because at the beginning, when 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 I started BennyLewis.ca, the idea was we were going to take people uh, to the range, um, and because of the, we the facilities we were using uh, at the time, or we had access to at the time. Uh, we had to have a licensed shooter for every non-licensed attendee. Uh, and what happened was we had um, someone show up. We had a couple want to come and do it with us as like some friends to like try it out actually before we even had any customers. And they, we couldn't use the range because, or, or what ended up happening is we actually reached out to Thomas and Thomas reached out to someone else and we, we got additional licensees there. Um, to help out, but it was like, no, it's like if we're going to do this as business, we both have got to be licensed, and then we have a licensee per per shooter, and then at the very least, if couples want to come out, we could do couples together. Yeah. So, so. yeah, we got that. We did that. Yeah. Well, wrapping up, which uh, I think everybody said here, it's really important to uh, not nitpick at them. Uh, 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 to your partner. What, uh, what is that term? Mansplaining? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yes, but, mansplaining. You know, <laughs> they, you know what? Josh. The women know what you mean. Yeah. Josh, even though he's being saucy right now, he is actually a very good teacher because he he'll observe. He doesn't go. No, no, no! Don't do that. You know, and that's what you know because you're worried because it is a unless, firearm. Unless you're gonna scratch safe, my gun. I might, unless, yeah. yeah, but even so, he always says he'll see something and he'll go. Now, if we were at, so, let's just say we had the guns here and we're cleaning them, and I he, I asked him to show me how to handle. So I grip some uh, grip a gun, and then he'll go. Now, what you don't want to do is this. So here's a good way of doing it instead. So he just has a really nice, calm um, way of explaining how to do it. And yes, he's he's very good at mediating whether you're over explaining or nitpicking about every little detail he's able to step back and just let them make some mistakes but at least making sure that the basics are covered that the muscle is pointing downrange that uh, the grip in general is of good safe, uh, safety and that he's right there ready in case anything was to happen if you feel that you are not the person who can handle that, like, don't be afraid to admit that to yourself and suggest grabbing a friend or another person at the the range to say, hey, 
I would, you know, my partner really wants to try this or I really want her to try it and I want her to succeed. Do you think that you could give us a hand, right? Like, of course, there's um, a really nice bonding moment that you can have if you're a good teacher. But if you don't think that you are, back off. Like, get (laughs) someone else to help you because that's what's going to make that experience all the more better. I feel like there's three things they say you shouldn't teach your wife. I can only remember two of them. Like, don't shoot it, teach her how to shoot or drive. And uh, I can tell you, I cannot teach my wife how to drive. <laughs> yeah. Shooting is on the fence, but probably also no. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> I well, think it's a George is also George is also very good at teaching. He's yeah. very yeah, he's he's very calm, he's very um he, he's George, he's George calm? He, yeah, I know. I know. On the range, he's a totally different guy. <laughs> He's, uh, he's, uh, he's, the bear doesn't come out too often at the range because he's enjoying himself and having a good time. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think another point to bring up, and I was, uh, this was taught to me by Kathy. She was another female, um, uh, member at the club who happened to come and bring her handguns to allow me to shoot the first time that I went. So Josh taught me the rifles. Then Kathy kicked Josh out of the range and said, you're not allowed in here. And she said, you have to be in the mindset to, uh, mindset to shoot. Men come here to release and be they can con- put their focus and concentration to get whatever's bundled up inside of them out. So it's, it's a way of releasing. And they can tend to focus more. Women, on most occasions, at least so far that she had noticed... Ten, if they're in a bad mental state, do not take them shooting because they're not going to do well. And I will admit that is also me. If I'm in a bad moment, I got pack up and go. It's not going to make me feel better to go and shoot. In fact, it's going to make me even madder. So I, you got to know when they're That's done. That's true because there's been a few times where I haven't wanted to go. Like on Thursday nights, I had a bad day at work or something and I didn't want to go and I kind of forced myself to go. And I and then you felt better felt when you so did. so much better when it was done, yeah. Yeah, and, but there's a difference between that and if you're really – like there's a moment where you know if this is going to be a good thing or a bad thing for you. So if your gut is saying, I am not in a good place, then don't do it. But um, I, I think it's important to know that everybody is different. So it's really – important to pay attention to your partner's needs in that situation because you want it to be a positive experience so if you feel that you can do that then great all the power i would love to hear how you know other couples are are managing so if you could uh, send any feedback questions or comments about today's show um why don't you take it on out here Josh, let us know. Where do, where do we got to go? Uh, host at NewShooterCanada.ca or our Facebook page or in the comment section on our website at NewShooterCanada.ca. Don't forget to like, like us on Facebook. Give us a comment and rating on iTunes uh, and closing comments. So who has some closing comments you'd like to make? I do. <laughs> so, um, you know, all thoughts aside with whoever you vote for, make sure you devote this uh, election if you're not happy with the candidates, I want you to please mark on your card and let them know you're not happy. Of course, I... Do they get to see that? Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, they do. They do count uh, spoiled, spoiled yeah. uh, ballots. And uh, not sh- not showing up as your right as your protest. Um, people don't register as a protest. They just register that you being lazy and don't want to get out and vote. So yeah. go and vote. And right. if you don't like the candidates, Absolutely. spoil your ballot. That counts. And it's read yeah. as a spoiled ballot. 
Not as yeah, exactly. a, this guy was too lazy to show up today. Yeah, or exactly. this past so. week, because early voting's already started. Yes, yes, exactly. I got mine done. Yep. I think I'm going to go after the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On our way to the range. That's so, perfect. <laughs> so, um, I'm, I'm not going to get too You might want to go before here. you head to the range. Just, yep. you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know it's so a reasonable just, direct route, but still, it doesn't look good. Yeah, I, I get it. It's just a shock. It's just no. <laughs> Well, I just want people to take some time. Like, if you're not sure, go through the topics and evaluate what's important to you. So for us, as new shooters, you may not be aware of the recent events that have been affecting our community of gun owners. So I encourage you, uh, if you want to be able to continue to be a shooter in Canada, then you might want to take a look at what has been happening with the uh, government at play at this moment that could make your decision though um so if everyone holds different priorities of course and if the majority agree then changes can be made and you can make a difference and i just want everyone to go out there and let us know or let let people know what you believe in so anybody else anybody have any shout outs i'll just shout out michelle again uh, amanda already did but she did an amazing job michelle and her husband so yes. thank you very much i will um shout out the staff at the range um range 519 and the C ccfr volunteers for making the event go super smooth and a lot of fun yeah i'm gonna sh i'm gonna shout out east elgin uh east elgin sporting association um that's the club in Elmer. They, uh, I'm a member there, and I, uh, I don't get anyone's name wrong, and I'm really good at that. So I'm just gonna say thank you to the to the couple. Is there that, Jeff on the board? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, there's a couple there. They do so much for around the range. Like they, they were there for my for, for my orientation. Uh, they were doing the supervised shoots, and um, you know, it's people like them that 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 make a or or you, uh, Josh and Amanda, that keep you know these ranges operating and running. So thank you. Yes. And I want to uh, ditto Amanda's uh, shout out uh, to Range 519 and the CCFR. Uh, but I also want to do a shout out to uh, Kelly. It was so great seeing her. And also to Amanda, who bought me lunch. And it was oh, yes. an amazing lunch. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Because we ended up at Fellini's in Stratford. Definitely so yummy. I've been there. I've heard a lot about it. But we definitely enjoyed our Italian food. It yeah, good. so good. So good. So good. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, thanks to thanks again to Benny for showing up. Yes, awesome. Benny. Well, hey, you're always your Thomas name's always in the show and, notes, but <laughs> I'm wondering about that. Thomas and Mike decided to uh, to ditch you guys today, and I'm like, you know what? You guys are uh, Sunday afternooning, so uh, I'll, I'll show up and say hi. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that is awesome. what. Yes, and thank you for joining us as well. It's yeah. always a pleasure. Yes, it's nice thank to get you. some different voices on. And uh... all right, well, Benny, why don't you take us on out of here? It's not about the odds, it's about the stakes. Wanda? Uh, take your lady shooting. Go ahead and shoot like a girl. Choose your caliber wisely. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Bye. Well, I really like the Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or feedback you may have, or if you just want to call shenanigans. You can contact us at host at newshootercanada.ca or through our Facebook page. I like guns. I like guns.